Welcome to the Next Level Leaders Podcast with me, Dr. Joseph Walker. This podcast is designed to offer strategies in moving vision to reality. Leaders can expect to be mentored, inspired, and challenged to succeed at the next level. So prepare to be exposed, empowered, and equipped for excellence. Thank you for connecting and allowing this space to become an opportunity for growth and collaborative learning. Now, let's go on this journey together and spark the change we wish to see in ourselves, our teams, and the world. Thank you so much for tuning in to Next Level Leader Podcast. I'm Dr. Joseph Warren Walker III, and I want to thank you so much for being a part. Appreciate all of you so much. I tell you, it really blesses me to have you connected to this podcast. So many of you reach out and let us know how it blesses you. Our goal is to inspire leaders. You know, we're just natural leaders here. We believe that there's a language we have as leaders, and we want to continue to empower and expose you to some of the greatest people out there, people that are making it happen. And things I share with you are not things that I've conjured up. These are things that I actually have lived out over the 30 years of leadership that I've been able and blessed to be leading. And so I appreciate you. Make sure you follow me at Joseph Walker 3 on Instagram. That would bless me. And also make sure you Share this podcast with as many people as you can because we want to get this podcast to as many folks as we can. So I know that today we just uh, are excited because this topic today has a lot to do with understanding the responsibilities we have to the people who are connected to us. And that's why I want to talk about unleashing the potential of those connected to you. You know, the thing that I think is important as as a premise here is that whenever we have a vision, Vision is never something that's done in silo. Sometimes we think a vision is something we live out by ourselves, but no. Whenever we have a vision, a vision involves others. You know, the Bible even says that when you write the vision, make it plain that those who read it can run, right? There's a certain sense that when God gives us a vision, it involves collaboration. God speaks to Abraham and tells Abraham he's going to be the father of many nations. (laughs) Well, Abraham's going to have to take Sarah with him because you're not going to be the father by yourself. You're going to need Sarah. Vision involves others. And the question for leaders is, how do I really unleash the potential of those who are connected to me versus suppressing it? When your leadership model is not in order, you end up incarcerating the gifts around you where people don't feel at liberty to share and unleash the full potential. And so sometimes you can not tap into everything a person has because you don't be a relationship with them. You don't understand the value that they bring to your team and et cetera. One of the things I've tried to do is really be in relationship with folks who are on my team to find out what their connections are, what resources they have, things that they are able to bring that I didn't know. Sometimes you're looking all around the world for stuff you have right there close to you. And it's important to understand how that works. So, so in a real sense, what you have to do, I'm going to give you a few things I want you to consider. The first is affirming the value of your team. You hired them or you inherited them. But these folks work every single day around you. And you have to affirm that they have value. They have value to the vision that you have going forward. And affirming that is saying creating an environment, right? Here's the second part, where they can shine. Creating an environment where gifts and talents can flow. One of the things that I've often, often said 
is that I believe the hierarchical model of leadership is antiquated. I believe in the collaborative model where you sit around the table in a circle and you're able to hear ideas from people regardless of where they are on the proverbial food chain in your organization. Because you never know, man. You may get some awesome ideas from the custodial staff. You never know where bright ideas will come from. We often think only the C-suite people are the folks that are thinkers and strategists, but sometimes you have to think beyond that and put everybody in the room as a think tank and say, you know, you're out here, you have your pulse on the people, you know what's going on, you're, you're feeling the customers, you know what they're saying in the hallways, and so help us. And so that's why it is incredibly important, right, to value the team and to create an environment where people can shine, to set people up for success to focus the organization around who can shine in this moment, that's affirming people's value. That's letting people know that they contribute to the success and viability of the team and of the organization. If people feel like they are a part of something, that's greater buy-in. If they feel like they're just, you know, I just work here, I have no say-so, nobody listens to me, and they're not fully invested. People who are fully invested feel like they have an opportunity to shine and their gifts matter, their voice matters. And that's why as a leader, you have to be courageous to create that climate. And that's sometimes counterintuitive to some ways in which we've been trained to lead people, right? But, you know, one of these I talk about in Leadership and Loneliness, and I hope you get that book because I really think every leader has to have that as like the major resource in your life. The last chapter of that book, I talk about what it means, you know, to lead from the middle, And leading from the middle allows me to have greater empathy and connectivity to the folks that I lead because I get a sense of the pulse of the people. I'm able to hear things I otherwise would not hear. If you're leading just from the front, you're so distant from the advice and responses of your people, you never really know what's going on. And so for me, that's how I do it, man. I, I just enjoy leading from the middle. I create an environment where people can shine. And part of that, Here's the big deal. you got to be able, don't miss this point, to unapologetically challenge them. You know, if you're going to be an effective leader that unleashes potential, you're going to have to push people unapologetically. Now, I'm not saying you've got to be pharaoh. you got to be, you know, a person that's just like a slave master. Every time people see you come, they're like, oh, my goodness, it's just so difficult to work with. No, but you challenge people to excellence. You challenge people to things like being on time and following through and rising up to the next level. And sometimes it's going to be tears in that. It's going to be a lot of difficult moments. I've seen this over the years in which I've led. I've seen people break under the pressure of that. They couldn't handle it. They felt like, you know, you were being too hard on them. Then years later, they'll come back and say, you know, I really appreciate what you poured into me. I didn't know then because I was too immature to receive it. But now I realize in real life, how important those skill sets were. It is so important when you challenge people about excellence, time management, productivity. That is so important. And that's one of the things I unapologetically do. I tell you, my team will tell you, I don't take that lightly. And one of the things that I know now going to a post-pandemic world One of the things that we don't have time for is slothfulness, apathy. We don't have time for people who don't keep our cadence. It's important that you continue to challenge people. People bringing you problems, you look at them right in the face and say, well, if you're bringing me a problem, then why aren't you bringing me solutions? Because I can find the problem by myself. You need people that are bringing you solutions to say, hey, here's the problem, but here's the solution. A, B, or C, you're the boss, you made the decision, but at least I was resourceful enough. 
But that takes a sense of training. That helps people understand how to be creative and use their ingenuity to this full potential. But then you have to trust them with greater responsibility. You can't micromanage. One of the things that hinders so many leaders is that we try to micromanage so much. I've seen it, man. We just micromanage and micromanage and we don't really allow people to really, really, really evolve and blossom. But you have to get to a point where you trust people with more responsibility. As they grow in the organization, you know, step back some more and push them out there and say, I'm going to trust you with this. And I know sometimes you have to hold your breath because you're hoping, I hope they don't blow this, you know, but every person who takes pilot lessons, you know, you'll watch this. I've always been intrigued by this. The teacher at some point has to back off and let the person fly the plane. And that's a a nerving moment. Like, you got it. Like, wow. (laughs) Because that person's never going to be a real pilot until you back off some, until you take your hand off and let them fly the plane. That's the kind of organization you want. People that can really develop, grow in your organization what they can fly the plane. Give them more responsibility. And then here's the next thing. Expose them to what's possible. Man, you know, one of the things that I've shared so often with people is that vision is about exposure. Vision is about exposure. I'll say it one more time. Vision is about exposure. If people don't see what's possible, they'll never know it exists. You have to get to a point where you show people what is actually possible, how they can actually make things happen. Some people think that that's not even feasible. How, who does that? Because they've never seen it done. But when they see it done, they're able to go ask questions of how did you make this happen? How can we, how can we make this happen in an organization? And that's why I think it's so important to expose your people, take them to conferences, take them on road trips, let them see other places and spaces that are doing these extraordinary things. Let them be intimidated. Take them into places where they see people doing bigger volume, larger scale, people operating at levels of excellence. One of the things that, you know, I've been blessed to go all around the world and see so many organizations from the inside, you know, to see Facebook from the inside, to see a lot of organizations function like this. And the beauty of that is that you're able to realize what's possible, you know, like it broadens your perspectives. I, I just think it's important. I believe it all in my heart that it is essential And hear me well when I tell you this, it is essential that we expose people to what they need and we do it now. Listen, where have you taken your people? What conference have you gone to? What have you done outside of your city? What what things are you doing? Stop being intimidated by what others are doing or being jealous about what others are doing. And take your organization and say, we want to do a field trip. We've had ministries bring their teams into our city and come and talk to our staff. It's been a wonderful thing, man, to see that, to pour into other teams and staffs and say, this is how we do what we do. That's how you make it happen. But listen, I want to tell you this. This is going to be important. You have to mentor them on how to manage the minutia. Now, what do you mean by that? Well, there's a lot of stuff, a lot of moving pieces out there, man. I know this and you know it too. The minutia is what gets us. But you have to mentor people. One of the things I do with my mentees, I share with them, you've got to have a plan. You've got to set priorities. You've got to set boundaries, right? And you've got to operate from the principle OHIO. It's an acronym. O-H-I-O. 
only handle it once. In managing the minutia, you got to make a determination on what things are really acute emergencies and what's not. When you're dealing at a granular level with organizations and things and you're dealing with all the stuff and day-to-day, some people will make you think the world is falling apart. Oh, my God, this is such an emergency. You're like, no, it's not. It's just a small little house fire. We can put this out and deal with it. But you're taking things to a higher level you don't need to. You don't have to run everything to the CEO. You can deal with things. You're a leader for a reason. You can deal with things at a granular level. Teach people how to mitigate situations, how to put out little brush fires in the organization versus bringing you everything. That burns you out. So it's important that they're mentored and showed how to deal with this. We deal with this now, process this now. We don't pick up something we don't finish. We follow through on it. All of this has to do with managing the minutiae, making sure we follow up, making sure we don't have 10 and 15 emails we open and don't respond to. If you open the email, respond to it right away. And then understanding the power of consistency, what keeps an organization moving forward and you mentor people, mentor them about the power of consistency. What will keep an organization going strong, it's consistency. Even when others around you are not consistent, if you maintain consistency, doing that thing over and over and over again with excellence the same way, that's how you build traction. That's how you build support. Then here's a big one. is that you have to push them beyond what they believe is possible. To keep pushing them. To keep saying, even though we can't see it, even though it doesn't exist, it's still possible. One of the things I've been incredibly blessed to do in my leadership is to step out into nothing and produce something. That God has always done that with me. He's always given me vision that didn't exist. And when you're trying to do that, you got to bring people alongside you and say, listen, you're called alongside me as a leader to be a part of this extraordinary journey of doing what God did at the beginning of time. God stepped out on nothing and spoke something into existence. And now if you're connected to me, you have an opportunity to create something in a space that doesn't exist. Let's go do this. Do you realize how powerful that is versus replicating old models of things that's already been done? Anybody can do that. When you're called to do something different and new, to be the one to walk on the water, to be the one to step out in space and create something out of nothing, that is a remarkable opportunity. You got to mentor people. You got to help them understand the power of that. And you got to push them beyond what's possible. You do that, it is an amazing thing. I just want you to be encouraged. And I want you to know something. You have some amazing people working around you. But as a leader, it's up to you to unleash their potential. It is up to you to place value on the team that you have and support them every single day. Maybe once a week, dropping a few of them from time to time a note to say, I appreciate you, I value you. Sharing ideas and opportunities with them to see their input letting them know that what they have to say matters, their opinion matters, what God says to them to share with you matters, that you're listening. See, he that hath an ear, let him hear. You never know how God's going to use the people around you to speak to you. And there it is. Listen, I wanted to share this one with you this week because I don't want you to take the people connected to you for granted. I want you to realize that these people are assigned not only to you, but they're assigned to the great thing that God wants to do through you. Unleash their potential. 
I want people to leave me better and whole and not leave me broken and less than we were before they came. That's what you are as a next level leader. You make people better. Thank you for being a part today. I hope this has helped you. I have been so blessed to share with you. And let me tell you something. I want to appreciate all of you that have shared with me on Instagram to let me know it's blessing you. Make sure you do that. Make sure you reach out to me at Joseph Walker 3. That would really bless me. Share this podcast with as many people as you can. And remember something. Every single person that is aligned to the vision and invested in what you are called to do has value. They are the people who become what you pour into them to become. Your organization requires a team. Dream work is accomplished by teamwork, not by individualism, narcissism, but by a collaborative effort pulling people together, galvanizing them around a singular vision, one voice, one vision, one victory. That's how I've done it, and I hope that's how you do it. You'll be blessed now. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's podcast. I want you to subscribe at iTunes, cpnshows.com, or whatever podcasts are downloaded. I also want you to follow me on Instagram at josephwalker3. I look forward to connecting.